Growing Up Baby with Haley Zimak. Mira Wicker is a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Ohana Therapy based in Denver, Colorado. I reached out to her because my little guy is suffering from what I believe to be severe separation anxiety. Part one outlines how daycare drop-offs are just awful for both of us. Here, Mira walks me through an exercise to help ease some of that discomfort. I hope it helps. So I'm wondering, could I take you through a little bit of a process in terms of your own experience right now with Silas? Absolutely. Okay, so can you take me through what happens in the morning? What is your routine? Sure. So for the daycare days, um, I mean, we're very early risers, unfortunately, so he likes to get up very early. Uh, But pretty much we get up, we have a bit of a play, there's breakfast, uh, read some books, maybe watch Miss Rachel or Paw Patrol, and then I get him ready about eight, you know, 10 after eight or so, get dressed, bag is all packed, and luckily daycare is is very close, so uh, get him in the car and... You know, I'm kind of torn on if I say, okay, we're going to Katie's now, or if I wait until we're in the car. But, um, you know, spirits are high, we're good. So we get in the car. Sometimes I give them a little bit of a snack. I switch it over to uh, a familiar music CD that we have from one of the classes that we go to and kind of sing and bop around. And usually it's it's okay, but it's also becoming increasingly worse to the point where he knows the street that daycare is on. So he'll start getting a little bit fidgety, maybe halfway into the ride or so. As I said, it's only about a five minute drive. And then when we there's one particular street we turn down, I can hear him getting a bit amped up. I'm still trying to be positive. And at that point, I'll say, okay, you know, we're going almost there. You're going to see your friends. But it is full on, full blown tears and real tears, right? Big tears, trembling lips. Okay. So here you are, you've, you've prepared for the morning. You have your playtime, food, getting ready. You're unsure about whether you should tell him or not that he's going to school. So we'll come back to that. Once you're in the car, I want to know how you're doing. What are you noticing inside of yourself as even you tell this story? I think I'm trying to be falsely positive and optimistic because I know what's coming, right? So I'm kind of dreading the drop off. I'm hopeful that today will be the day where I can just take him out of the car and have a smooth transition, but I'm also overcompensating. And I mean, I'm, I sing and talk loudly anyway, but maybe I'm being a little bit extra, right? I'm trying to force that jovial, let's all have fun. This is great narrative because I know that it's not genuine and I know what awaits me when I arrive at our destination. Right. So even when you say that right now, that you're dreading this drop off, you're trying to use positivity and be upbeat. Can you notice some of that in your body right now? This like, oh gosh. I can feel it in my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your stomach. What do you notice in your stomach? A little bit of a clench, like not the best feeling. I feel right now, actually, like my hands are um, clasped speaking with Mm -hmm. you. Like my, my left hand is kind of over my right hand, which is in a fist and my shoulders feel a bit tense as well. So bringing awareness to the body in this moment you know, in, in the real life experience, you're driving, you're noticing that, paying attention, doing that body scan. 
oh, okay, I notice this pit in my stomach. I notice my hands are clenched. My shoulders are feeling tight. Bringing awareness to what's happening in our body lets the nervous system start to settle. I also want to walk you through a breathing exercise that I think is really powerful when we're starting to feel that activation. Is that okay? Of course, yeah. Okay, so first I'm going to have you take a big deep breath in and just let it all out. Okay, now you're going to breathe in for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. You're going to hold your breath for a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. You're going to release the breath for five. One, two, three, four, five. And you're going to hold your breath. One, two, three, four, five. Now take a deep breath and let that go. How did that feel? Well, my hands aren't as clenched. <laughs> my shoulders aren't as, you know, ready for battle. Um, still, my stomach still doesn't feel great though. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, honesty is perfect we want. Right. So your brain is starting to come back online through these regulation exercises, but you're still feeling this anticipation and this nervousness in your gut, which is so normal. That little exercise is called breathing into a box. It's amazing for any moment that any parent is feeling a sense of dysregulation. Okay. And so, now would that be beneficial as well? Sorry to interject, but let's say something happens and you don't want to lash out in anger or yell, you know, the whole hot coffee gets spilled or there's markers all over the wall. Does that work for that type of grounding as well? Yes. Beautiful question. Um, if you're starting to notice that activation and the desire to react versus respond, yes. Taking those deep breaths, breathing into a box, doing that same body scan, putting hands underneath cold water. This wouldn't really help in your situation because <laughs> you're in the car. But mm -hmm. if you're not in the car, finding cold water can really help the nervous system to settle. And I, and I say to parents, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Settled. And then you can engage in a different way. So yes, great question. Mm -hmm. So you're in the car, right? So now we've regulate it a little bit because you can use these as you're going to school. I want you to come up with a mantra, something that lets your brain and your body know that even though this situation's hard, I am okay. What might you say as a mantra? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, everything is fine. It will be okay. Is that, I feel like that's like really basic. I want to think of something a little bit more, a little jazzier, a little more creative. Hard times don't last forever. It will get easier. Do, I, do any of those work? <laughs> well, how did it, how do those feel when you say them? I think it's fine. Everything is going to be okay. Cause it will. I think I have to recognize that this is but a brief moment in time. And, and letting your brain know that you are okay. Because often when we come up against these situations, our brain thinks that we're in danger. Mm. And you're not in danger, but the brain is responding, right? So you're getting that flood of adrenaline and cortisol, right? Hands clenched, tummy, the whole thing, right? So you letting your brain and your body know that I am safe. So I am safe. I am a good mom whose kiddo is having a hard time transitioning. Yeah. Even right now talking, I can feel like my face is a bit flushed. Like I feel very red and hot and it might just be even having this conversation and talking it through. 
Um, yeah. 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 Those are all signs of just nervous system stimuli. So and it's, it's exhausting because you get up there and then you crash down, right? Because then you drop them off, you go about your day, you know, rinse and repeat. It's a roller coaster for your insides as well. It is. And that's why these regulation um, exercises are so important. Mm. Because what I hear you saying is like, you're having a nervous system experience, an emotional experience with dropping your son off at school. And instead of honoring that experience for yourself, you are trying to make it seem fine. Yes. Well said. Well, because I want it to be fine for him. Right. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so actually, I would encourage you to be in the emotional experience for yourself and also for your son. Because what's happening right now is that he's having big feelings. And then your response to his big feelings are, it's okay. We're okay. We both got this, right? (laughs) And he's like, but I don't got this. I'm like terrified (laughs) and scared. Like, Boom, boom, music, music. Oh my God. Yeah, I can totally, exactly. (laughs) Which is totally normal, right? There's nothing wrong with that, right? I'm definitely like more of a positive, like let's upbeat the energy. But what happens there is it actually leaves our child alone in their feelings, makes them feel that what they're feeling is actually confusing and maybe not okay because I'm sad, but you're telling me it's okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's not validating what they're going through. Okay. So my question back to you then, Mira, is what do I do? Because I don't necessarily want to have this dark, sad, weepy car ride and cry alongside him. Although you and I both talked about crying in our cars after (laughs) drop-off. So where's the middle ground here then? So great question. So first, I would regulate yourself, do the exercises that we talked about, right? Noticing, body scan, breathing, mantra. So now you are a center grounded person because what our kids do is they borrow from our nervous systems. So as more calm and grounded you can be, the more he can then borrow that, right? It's called co-regulation. He can use your regulation to regulate himself then in that space, you are going to validate him, right? And I remember how many days I did this with my daughter where she wouldn't eat breakfast. She was so nervous to go to school Mm. and we'd be in the car and I would just name it. So that's what I encourage you to do. We're going to school. I know, sweetheart, you feel so worried or scared to leave mommy. I totally get it. And you are crying. I see the tears. You are very upset. Oh, I get it. I am here. Our car ride was 30 minutes so that we would kind of oscillate in and out of that. There being like emotion and I could see it and I could feel it. So we would name it and then maybe we'd chat about something else and then the feeling would arise. In your situation, five minutes, like it's just kind of being, I think, present to that experience. And as he's starting, you can notice you said like, I can see like when we turn down that street, he's starting to fidget, his lips are starting to tremble, his body's starting to tremble. So, oh, honey, I can see you're starting to anticipate us leaving each other. I think you're feeling really nervous and, and scared. I promise you're safe and I promise that I will come back and get you. I promise. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please download, subscribe, follow, and share. Until next time.